Welcome to another episode of There's a System to This Madness podcast. I am your host, Osaze Shabazz. Today is December 3rd, 2020. Let's get into it. Well, all of the elections recounts have been finally submitted. All it has to do now is each state has to have their electoral college committees verify, put their stamp on the results and officially make Joe Biden the 46th president of the United States. Of course, this does not take place until the 8th of December. However, most secretary of states and governors have confirmed that pretty much this is a done deal. Interesting enough, Trump pays $3 million to this county in Wisconsin to do a recount only for the county to find 87 more votes for Joe Biden. You know, this, that's, you know, you can't make this stuff up. Yeah. You pay $3 million to get something that should benefit you and your dollars are wasted to help your opponent. Wow. Mm. In regards to the coronavirus, you know, the situation surrounding the cure and I guess the immunizations and stuff like this. It's obvious that the progress that they are making is is real. As a veteran, I received a call from the VA, which because the VA hospital in Atlanta is one of the testing sites, I guess, since we have the CDC. But there are a number of testing sites throughout the country, but the VA hospital in Atlanta is one of those. And individuals such as myself have been contacted to see if we or I wanted to participate in some type of testing simulation, which, you know, I politely told them, hell no, I'm not doing nothing like that but um let's let's talk about how this is going to go down and this is again this is my opinion i forecast that somewhere in february or march there's going to be another shutdown president biden is going to shut this country down, possibly shut the world down. And I believe that when it happens, it's going to be anywhere between four to six weeks where there's going to be nothing but the process of preparing how implementation of, I guess, inoculating individuals. Of course, along with this, 
there's going to be another stimulus package to individuals and to businesses. So that way, once the dust clears, it's going to be it's not going to be as difficult for the country to restart. But without a doubt, there's going to be a shutdown. And then from there, they're going to be stipulations imposed on Americans. Now, who's going to be first in line? That remains to see, you know, uh, that will remain to be seen. People might say individuals, the elderly, you know, the, the high risk individuals. Like I said, the VA veterans. Uh, you know, there are people like, you know, on the news, it was a uh, fire chief. He was saying we should be first in line. The medical um, facilitators, nurses, doctors and such, they should be in for first in line. But one thing and I believe that's a no brainer. I believe without a doubt you you inoculate the medical personnel. I believe that, you know, fire personnel, you know, what they call essential workers, they should be first in line. Then, say like a Walmart employee, you know, a McDonald's employee, you know, are they considered to be essential? I know somebody like, I think businesses like Quick Trip, those have been deemed as essential workers. So I'm thinking to make this happen, Quick Trip or Walmarts, places like this can make statements to their employees that the only way you can come back to work is that you have to take the coronavirus injection. Now that in itself, without it, I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine these mega hat individuals losing their mind over that? Because let's be real, that's where most of them work. That's, you know, there's a reason why people indicate that the majority of Trump supporters are the non-educated. You know, I'm quoting. So you got to realize, are they going to hunker down or are they going to buck the system and say, you know, hey, this is unfair for Walmart to do this. And how much leverage would they have? How much sacrifice are they willing to make to say, I'm going to give up my job at Walmart's, at Home Depot? Ace Hardware Store, places like this, where, you know, I guess blue-collar workers frequent that. What's, you know, are they going to really just say to a certain point, we just not going to do it? I'm sure you're going to find, you know, news stories where some business owner will just say, you know what? I'm going to shut, shut down my shop, which, of course, you're thinking, OK, you do this. How's that going to benefit your employees? 
I know that there have been companies in the past. I can remember an individual. He shut his, his company down because the employees wanted to start a union. And he told them point blank, he'll close this business down before he go that route. And sure enough, when they brought the proposal of union, unionizing, he shut it down immediately. Of course, you know, these individuals out of a job, this employee, employer, excuse me, was, he's pretty much well off. So pretty much he had capital resources um, to start something else. And that's what he did. So, you know, something like a Walmart of a group of individuals just say we're going to strike or we're not going to give in. I mean, because Walmart's with things going the way they are now, there's a number of people standing in line to take those jobs. So it's 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 going to be interesting to see how this pan out. But I'm forecasting somewhere in February, March the latest, there's going to be another shutdown in this country. And it's going to be a federal shutdown. It's not going to be something that's state by state. It's going to be the probably one of the first acts of the Biden administration. The thing is, in my heart, it's going to work. It's going to work. It's going to, yeah, it's, like I said, there's going to be a lot of grumbling. There are going to be a lot of agitated people. But overall, this is the only way this can work. And right off the top, in the first hundred days, of the Biden administration's first six months or so, he is going to be on the world stage as the individual that beat the coronavirus pandemic. Because if you think if this same approach was done back in March of this year, we would not even be Nowhere near the circumstances that we are. I mean, it's amazing when the blueprint is right there in front of you on how this should have been handled. And these dumbasses want to play politics with people's lives. When you got an individual in the White House that's catering to a bunch of morons. And governors that don't care about their constituents, this is sad. It's, it's, it's sad, it's sickening, it's pathetic. But it comes down to this. this. This pandemic is overlapping into another year. And it's for what? There's no reason for this. There's no reason for this, but let's 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 pay close attention. But like I said, that's my for that's my forecast. And you know, again, I would love to hear other people forecast what they believe can be done. 
But that's that's just my forecast. Another thing that I had mentioned before, because Donald Trump is a lame candidate. Yeah, he's still hollering the elections were rigged and all this type of stuff. But either way, he's a lame duck president. His ass is out on the street, so to speak, January 20th. Whether or not he show up or, you know, let Mike Pence stand in for him, he's done. But another thing is we can expect some more presidential pardons. But again, pay close attention to the individuals that are going to receive these presidential pardons. Look for the strategy behind these releases. Another thing that could be connected to the pardons, Rudy Giuliani is advising Trump to preemptively pardon himself, himself being Rudy Giuliani, and Trump's children before he leaves office. However, to my knowledge, there have not been any known charges placed upon them. This is almost Giuliani's way of saying, we get ready to do some shit. And something or something is getting ready to be found out that we've done. And between now and I guess the 19th or 12 o'clock on January 20th, I think that's the time they got to do it. You're going to have to pardon us. This is this is how fucked up these people are. Because there's no doubt every people people don't understand every time Giuliani goes before some committee, some judge to get votes thrown out. He is really skimming the surface of perjuring and possibly being disbarred because people don't understand when you go before a judge with a request and you are the lawyers that judge is going to ask you as a member of the bar are you saying that you have concrete proof to your allegations now see Giuliani can say it because he's not going for the, before the judge. He's making the complaint on Trump's behalf. But when those individual lawyers go before that judge and that judge asks that question, those lawyers are actually saying, no, we don't. And it gets thrown out. And see, these, this is what you are not seeing. And see, what happened is Giuliani is now going before these city council um, asking them this should be thrown out this should be you know reversed and these committees are like hey you you are in the wrong venue but he knows this because when it's on the cameras 
it looks like he's putting up a fight for the for the Trump administration. But when he goes in a courtroom and he's sitting in the back and the lawyers that have volunteered or have been hired to help get Trump's point across, when they go before that judge, they already know what's going to happen. The judge is going to ask, as a member of the bar, are you saying that you have absolute proof that there have been voting tampering? And those lawyers have to say, they can say yes, and then the judge is going to say, present your proof. But if they do that, now you're going to piss the judge off. Now he's going to throw charges on you because you perjured yourself. And that's all they're doing. When they're saying his legal team is doing this, his legal team are doing that, they ain't doing shit. They ain't doing nothing but grandstanding. I mean, you know, again, you know, it's just, it's nothing but stalling. It's nothing but just showing his uneducated supporters that it looks like he's putting up a good fight. One of the reports that have come out is that Donald Trump stated that the Electoral College results officially will be submitted by December 8th. He has indicated that if this is submitted by the Electoral College Committee and it indicated that, indicates that Joe Biden wins, he is going to leave the White House. Okay, finally, he's admitting to this. But the problem is, I still do not believe he's not going to be around for the inauguration. Again, this is another prediction that I'm making for the year 2020, my early 2020 predictions. Because he, he has to buck the system as far as he can go. Because he has to have that image before his followers. The sad point is, and you know, the Secretary of State for Georgia, he made the comment. It is dangerous what the White House is doing. It's dangerous what the two Republican Senate Senate candidates are doing when they keep saying they have stolen your votes, when they keep saying the election has been rigged. You know, you got you got some lawyer in Florida that is telling people to come to Florida, come to Georgia, excuse me, come to Georgia and register to vote and try to vote. This is this is what is going on. This is this is this is fear from the Republican Party or to put it to put it blatantly. This is 
fear of white America. Because they see what they call their lifestyle slipping away. And they are doing anything and everything possible to win this Senate race. Because lo and behold, if Georgia can send two Democrats to Washington and the Senate majority is Democrat, oh my gosh. I mean, in my lifetime, have I seen this? The House, the Senate, and the White House Democrat? Absolutely. People forget President Obama's first two years in office. He had he had everything, but they didn't do nothing. They were too busy hating the fact that he was president and squandered two years until the midterms and the Republicans, I think, I think the Republicans took the House and the Senate. I can't remember exactly what, but if I'm correct, they took the House and the Senate. I know they took one of them. I want to say it was the Senate and everything been jammed up ever since. Because like Mitch McConnell said, his goal, his purpose was to make Obama a one-term president. So, you know, People don't understand the importance of how this Senate race will just move this country forward. Because I believe in my heart, the Democrats have learned their lesson from that situation. That was back in 2009. And shit has not been the same since. Now you got an opportunity to get it back, you know, 20, almost, you know, pretty much 20, almost 20 years, is it 10, excuse me, 10 years later, excuse me, 10 years later. Think about, you, 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 you don't like to play the what if game, but you know, what if we had this pandemic and Hillary Clinton was president? Or you had, a democratic senate with you know because even like what I was saying with Joe Biden with the stimulus package or shutting the country down and the stimulus package the democrat package is more realistic and it's designed so that a shutdown can take place and nobody falls underwater whereas the republican Again, it's about saving businesses. That whole trickle down concept. That ain't going to do shit. And it's not about it's not about shutting nothing down. The Senate need to be controlled by the Democrats so that the Democrats can get this thing back on track. If the Democrats can win the Senate, control the House and the presidency. Well, I'm not saying if because they already got those two, but get the Senate. 
the this pandemic situation could be right side up within six months, if not sooner. And people don't understand that. It's not about just voting for seats. It's about voting for the health, the physical, literal health of this country. I mean, you know, and it's so funny if you look, you know, being being a resident of Georgia, you know, I see the commercials. Oh, my God. I see the commercials all the time. But, you know, it's so funny. Just you look at these two Republican candidates. I mean, they are like 100 percent behind Donald Trump. But now they don't have a leg to stand on because, you know, they boy lost. But if you look at the commercials, the two Republican candidates, they never speak for themselves. It's always being aired by some right wing organization. And I mean, just spewing out rhetoric, taking clippings from the candidates. You know, when they say Warnick is against prayer in the military and they just take, you know, they butchered that statement. But the thing is, these two Republican candidates, they cannot speak for themselves because they know if they say anything negative or false. They would be held accountable for their statements. Because they already have declined the um, debating any of the two Democratic candidates. And if you notice the Democrat candidates, their commercials, it always shows them. They always speaking for themselves. They always saying my opponent, this, my opponent, that, because they're not worried about any type of rebuttal from their Republican opponents because their information is based on facts. But, you get, you know, what we have to realize is that the survival of this country depends on those two seats. Do I believe that things will move forward if they don't win? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because what will happen is if the, if the Republicans um, retain the Senate, it's a no-brainer that they will find two or three Republicans that will jump ship. It's going to happen. But you don't want to have to rely on that. You don't want to have to, you know, convince. You know, it's sad. You got to convince people to do what's right. And of course, you know, we're talking politics. When you got to convince them, you really got to, for their vote, you got to give them something. And it's going to probably be something that's detrimental down the road. But when you have control, you don't have to do that. You don't have to, you don't have to even appease them. And you just, when you listen to, you know, statements by Marco Rubio, 
and these other senators, these statements that they are making, you just you just want to shut them down. But more so, you want the country to move forward. You want the country, the the citizens of this country to see how ass backwards this country was for the last four years. People fail to realize Donald Trump, and it still blows my mind, Donald Trump received 72 million votes. 72 million. That just that just blows my mind. Even, even the governors, you know, Georgia governor, Brian Kemp, staunch supporter of Donald Trump. Brian Kemp was putting support for Trump, the welfare of Trump, before the actual citizens of Georgia. He didn't shut the state down. He wasn't making stipulations and regulations that would improve the health and welfare of the residents of Georgia. His sole purpose was to appease the president. He put in place things that even Donald Trump was like, wait, hold up. That's, that's too radical for me. Now, Brian Kemp is basically saying, hey, the tallies are in. Georgia is going to give their electoral points to Joe Biden. And sure enough, Donald Trump ran them over. I was like, this is like somebody driving your car and they run you over with your own car. I mean, God, I mean, oh, my God, this is crazy. This is crazy. Where these politicians are so desperate that they don't give a damn about their constituents. I mean, mm, but we'll end it right there. This has been another episode of There's a System to This Madness. As always, please, we'd love to hear your response. We'd love to hear your feedback, your questions, your pros, your cons. I would love to hear it all. I am Osaze Shabazz. God bless. Stay safe. Until next time.